Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel. And guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Tuesday, February 15th, 2022 in the Gregorian calendar and the 14th of Adar 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. Israeli security forces arrest a Hamas official in the West Bank early this morning. So that's Tuesday morning. The Israeli Defense Force believes that he is one of the top officials part of this terror group. The raid happened in the city of Janin in the West Bank. First, the IDF searched the home of Abdul Jabbar Jarrah, and then they arrested him. He was arrested multiple times for working as a part of Hamas, including in 2015, 2018, and 2020. In 2015, Gerard was detained for two years with no formal charges ever filed against him. Well, you can say that you heard it here first. Yesterday, our sources confirmed that member of Knesset Itamar Ben-Gvir was beat up in East Jerusalem. I didn't see this in other news outlets yesterday when we were reporting it, so we were the first on that. Today, we have news that Ben-Gvir files a complaint against police officers for beating him up. He says the police crossed a red line and physically attacked him after he said that he was planning to stay in the contentious East Jerusalem neighborhood for the night. You see, he's set up a pop-up office in the garden of a Jewish family's home, which was torched over the weekend. Their car was set on fire nine times, and this is all while nearby a Palestinian family is about to be evicted in a week from their home, and there have been riots and protests outside. The Palestinians in this home say that this home is theirs, the property is theirs. Jewish groups claim that they own the property and they have the deed. This is a court case that has been in the works for a long time. Ben Gvir was in the middle of riots, and today he says that he expects the police to bring the violent cops who hit him to justice. The office Ben Gvir set up is just actually a table underneath an awning in the garden that we mentioned. He came back to the neighborhood today with discharge papers from Hadassah Hospital, proving that he suffered a head injury. He's now accusing the head of public security, Omer Barlev, of instructing officers to beat him up. Before this, Barlev tweeted that he's never seen an Israeli official raise a hand to Israel's own officers. Police made a statement saying that there was misinformation going around, and Foreign Minister Yair Lapid tells Israeli radio reporters that right-wing member of Knesset Ben Gvir is simply fanning the flames. The national airline of the state of Israel, El Al Airlines, announced that they will be actively assisting in the evacuation of U.S. citizens out of Ukraine. Israel is, of course, the United States' biggest ally. El Al plans to send aircraft to pick up U.S. citizens from Ukraine, fly them back to America, and, and that would be through Tel Aviv. As tensions rise between Russia and Ukraine, U.S. airlines have lowered their flight activity, and the pressure is on for Americans to get out of the Ukraine. El Al CEO Avigal Sorek says, We understood the necessity to assist American citizens in returning to the U.S. from Ukraine via Tel Aviv. U.S. citizens in Ukraine can use the direct line LL set up to book their tickets home to America through Tel Aviv. 
Currently, El Al is one of the few remaining airlines that are still operating regularly scheduled flights to and from the Ukraine. Well, the Ukraine's foreign minister, by the way, this is a, a different story, but I'm putting them together. She spoke on Israeli television Monday asking Israel to stop calling on its citizens to leave her country. She says this is causing damage financial damage and panic and that instead of acting like war is coming for sure and that war is imminent she actually would like Israel to work to mediate and cool tensions between Russia and Ukraine instead of just making a call for their citizens to come home what do you think about that this is a huge developing news story send us a note with what you think if you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News podcast, we'd like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News slash support. The financial support that we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show, and it helps us continue to grow and try to reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, our world politics. We have one link in the show notes, which you can click on, and that'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. So check that out at israeldaily.news. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Number two, you can share the show with a friend. And number three, you can follow us on Facebook at israeldaily.news, as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. You can find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. We're tweeting a lot. I want to share with you before I head back to the news a little story. Last night's Sunset Series event was a hit. We had David Betterman talk about personality codes at the event, and people were discovering their personality codes, so that was cool, and we had lots of discussion around that. After we had our speaker talk, we had a question and answer. This is the same event that I host every Monday night in Tel Aviv for internationals, but every week we have a different speaker. Well, last night something unusual happened. A fan named Katya came to the event to meet me. She's 18 years old and from Germany. She said that she's been listening to the show every day for months in preparation for a program that she's doing here in Israel and that she's been to all the exhibits that we've covered and that she loves our show. Well, I approached her to introduce her to the event and to introduce her to myself because that's what I do at my events. I usually try to catch people at the door or make myself known to the newcomers. And when I introduced myself to her, she told me she already knew who I was and Wow, I was over the moon to meet such a fan. At the end of the night, she asked me if I would take a picture with her. I gladly accepted. The proof is on my personal Instagram page at Shanna Fold. You can see the picture of the two of us there. I'm so happy. It made my whole week. Listeners, never underestimate how much encouragement you can give me just by sending me a note with your feedback or to let me know that you're listening or to let me know what you think is working about this show, what's not working about this show. When you're doing a podcast, you basically get zero feedback. So hearing from this young woman last night was just everything to me. Exciting foreign affair news here. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett is meeting with Bahrain's Prime Minister Crown Prince Salman bin Hamad al-Khalifa. It is a big deal. No Israeli Prime Minister has ever gone to Bahrain. Bennett will also meet King Hamad bin Isa al-Khalifa later on today. When Bennett came to the nation's capital, Manama, he was welcomed by a military band that played Hatikva, which is Israel's national anthem. How cool. 
The two spoke about partnerships, the economy, tech, innovation, and using each other's geographical location to potentially transport goods between Asia and Europe. Bennett is supposed to address Bahraini college students today and take some questions from them. The two nations bond over seeing Iran as an enemy and spoke about the threat of Iranian nuclear activity as well. That was definitely on the table. Bennett says Israel would step in to aid Bahrain anytime that they should be under attack or threat from Iran. So that was also a big statement. Bahrain and Israeli officials signed a normalization agreement in 2020 as part of the Abraham Accords. And while we're here, let's talk about the Abraham Accords some more. It brought four Arab countries to the table to create peace with Israel, including the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Sudan, and Morocco. Lee Zeldin, a Jewish Republican Congress member, nominated Jared Kushner and Avi Berkowitz, senior political advisor and assistant to former U.S. President Donald Trump, respectively. The Nobel Peace Prize, yes. Lee Zeldin nominated these two for the Nobel Peace Prize. It was for putting work together on this deal, writing it up, and brokering it. Zeldin calls it the most significant diplomatic breakthrough between Israel and Arab nations in decades. He's absolutely not wrong. This is from a historic standpoint. The last peace deal between Israel and an Arab nation was in 1994 with the Kingdom of Jordan, And relations are calm between Israel and Jordan, but certainly not warm and friendly, like relations between the UAE and Israel and the UAE and and Bahrain and Israel seem to be a friendship that is growing and developing, whereas some of the other normalization with Arab countries, they're they're not really felt from the citizens and from the ground up. It's kind of just a memorandum between officials. All right, well, that is it for today's news. Today is Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. Tel Aviv has a low of 11 degrees and a high of 18 degrees. That's 51 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 65 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my personal life. And of course, I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. So you can sign up for that on our website at israeldaily.news. That's if you want our weekly newsletter. Thank you to Michelle Milner for her social media work and big thanks to our new interns, Perry Schwartz and Arit Skolnick. Arit wrote some of today's stories. I'll send you off today with a song called Seven Days a Week by Daniel Jacob. He is new to Tel Aviv and he joins us at our at Tribe Tel Aviv's Monday night events quite frequently. So I want to sh- shout out to him. Enjoy this song. Have a great and productive day. Take off on a ride Since you wanna catch up vibe Drift through the waves, raise up time Never felt so alive So alive So alive So alive Seven days a week Love drive till she hit the peak C'est la vie Mommy, ben aquí Be the loca, set you free You the lock, yeah, I got the key You the lock, yeah, I got the key Yeah, I got the key. You 
got the highs, yeah, I got the beat Take you by the hand, sweep you off your feet Everything and anything, whatever you see We can do it all, yeah, it's all on me We can do it all, yeah, it's all on me We can do it all, yeah, it's all on me We can do it all, yeah, it's all on me Seven days a week Love drag till she hit the peak C'est la vie Mami, ven aquí Be the loca, set you free You the lock, yeah, I got the key You the lock, yeah, I got the key You the lock, yeah, I got the key Yeah, I got the key Yeah Yeah, I got the key Yeah